0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your NXT narrative. This is your NXT narrative for December seventh, twenty twenty one, and this this was a bittersweet episode of NXT tonight. But before we get to that, I do want to briefly touch on NXT War Games. So, we had technically six matches. One was a dark match. And this was a really good card. Pretty happy with it. So, we will go over the results real quick. I'll give some quick feedback. And then we'll move on to NXT itself. So, dark match. Odyssey Jones taking on and defeating Andre Chase. A real surprise there. Your opening contest of War Games was the women's War Game match. Cora Jade, Io Shirai, Kaylee Ray, and Raquel Gonzalez taking on and defeating Dakota Kai and Toxic Attraction. Obviously, the highlight of this was Cora Jade having her breakout performance, diving off of the top of the cage. Then you had the Dr. Shirai uh, moment, pulling your shoulder, pulling Cora's shoulder back into place. The match was ridiculous. And Cora, Io, Kelly Ray, and Raquel Gonzalez obviously getting the victory. Your NXT Tag Team Championship match, Imperium defending and defeating Kyle Riley and Von Wagner via pinfall. Of course, what happens most importantly is after this match, Von Wagner tries to attack Kyle. Kyle sees it coming, takes care of Vaughn. Flashes the Undisputed Era symbol, which a lot of people picked up on. Um, And then that will lead into a steel cage match that they had on NXT tonight. Uh, Cameron Grimes defeating Duke Hudson in the hair versus hair match. Get some of Duke's hair cut off, but Duke able to escape. Um, And of course, that leads to some more shenanigans tonight. Roderick Strong defending and defeating Joe Gacy to retain his Cruiserweight Championship. And then it was NXT 2.0 versus NXT Black and Gold. Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller, Tony D'Angelo defeating Johnny Gargano, LA Knight, Pete Dunne, and Tommaso Ciampa with Braun Breaker pinning Tommaso Ciampa. This match... Again, a little bittersweet. Uh, throughout the day on Sun on Sunday, um, we kept seeing, you know, odes to Johnny Gargano. We got ourselves a glorious bomb for the first time in God knows how long. I actually went back and watched the um, the big compilation of all of them after that, and it was this was a great match. He also brought back Rebel Heart. Um, which the, the crowd had been, or anybody pretty much who, who's who been watching NXT, even though I love the way um, Rebel Heart was just, yeah, it was on another level. So, with that being said, we move on past war games. We had our fallout uh, Kyle O'Reilly after the match. Now... Obviously, rumors had been going for a while now that this was the end of Kyle O'Reilly's contract. Um, and if that's the case, naturally, this is the best way for him to go out. Um, a lot of the veterans are are good like that; they'll go out on their backs, try to make somebody else look strong. The only problem is, and I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in this how I feel about it, but I don't get Von Wagner. I haven't since day one. It just, it's not clicking. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know if it's the fact that he really just doesn't talk. He doesn't have a personality. He's literally just a giant man that goes out and beats people up. It just, I don't know. He still has a lot of work, at least in my opinion. I'm not giving up on him, but the kid just needs a lot of work. So we'll see what happens going forward. But speaking of people who don't need a lot of work, Braun Breaker, the man's like a raging fire, just comes out of nowhere and just (laughs) has completely taken over since he showed up. And he wants his shot at Tommaso Ciampa. He pinned him at NXT, so pinned him in war games. Kind of has a point here. But Diamond Mind, of all people, make the interruption. Malcolm Bivens saying that Roddy Strong wants a shot at Bron Breaker. Von's like, all right, kick his ass too, just like, well, everybody else. Doesn't matter who I have to go through to get back to Champa. So I like this. Is the Cruiserweight title going to be in the line? I don't know. I don't believe so. But there's also some other works that's going on. Because while all this is happening, we had a vignette with Joe Gacy and, and Harland. Joe stating that Harland will be making his official in-ring debut next week. And that he's working hard to change the name of an, a non-inclusive television show. So the only thing I can think of would be 205 Live. Obviously because it's cruiserweight related, but they have people that are larger than that. They have women wrestle on that show constantly. So two oh five live doesn't make sense anymore. So change the name. I like that. If they're gonna make if they're gonna make this work with Joe being the catalyst behind the name change, I'm completely okay with that. I like that. So we'll see where that goes. Crazy enough, Joe Gacy. Making things happen here. It's interesting. If I would have looked at myself, you know, a couple months ago when I was just like, oh, my God, why are they doing this gimmick? It's the dumbest thing ever. Now I'm just like, all right, I should have taken my own advice and just let it play out. (laughs) Now he's almost must-see at this point. Like, you you don't know what's going to happen next. But, like I said, while all that was happening with Diamond Mind and Barn Breaker, We then went to tag team action as the Creed brothers took on Briggs and Jensen. Imperium made their presence felt as they stood at that elevated area watching down on the match. We also had gristled young veterans at commentary. They for some reason during this match, the ref was real, you know, implicit on the tag teams holding on to those tag team ropes. And I was like, the first time they did it, they did it to uh Imperium. And I was like, that's weird that the ref literally called him out on it. That's okay, whatever. But then uh, Young Veterans literally steals the tag rope from Briggs and Jensen's side. And then when there's a tag that's attempted to be made, the ref stops and says, no, you don't hold it on, hold it on to the tag. Um, the tag rope, so the tag doesn't count, etc., cetera, et cetera. And then there ends up being some massive confusion. And then there's a roll up and Briggs and Jensen still end up getting the win. <laughs> so I get that the whole tag team rope thing. I know it's a big deal. Uh, especially with people like FDR and, you know, the old school wrestlers, tag teams, I get it. Um, but this just felt so weird. Like it felt forced and like more forced than normal. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like it was, it was, like I said, it was a good episode of NXT, but there were some glaring problems, or at least in my opinion. So it is what it is. Um, obviously, Grizzly no veterans now in the on the shit list essentially of uh the diamond mind it's yeah it's it's a it's a thing this this yeah this whole thing was a little bit of a mess but that's okay uh we then moved on and we were gonna hear from duke hudson obviously freshly buzzed and you know but of course in typical heel fashion this man this six foot five man comes out with a golden wig. And not only that, (laughs) but he starts to call out Grimes and just like runs him into the ground for everything that he cheated and had a handful of tights and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No sooner does Grimes' music hits, (laughs) Duke Hudson takes out amateur wrestling like headgear and puts it on to hold (laughs) to hold the wig in place i was like are we serious right now like what the hell (laughs) but grams comes out they continue to trash talk one another but this leads now to next week a no holds barred match between Duke Hudson, and Cameron Grimes. And I'm assuming this will probably be the end of this. After that, we had more singles action as Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams took on Dexter Loomis. Dexter, on multiple occasions, was ready to put Carmelo down. Trick gets involved and causes a disqualification. Dexter does get the victory. But this feud between these three gentlemen uh, will continue on. We then finally met the shaman that MSK for the last God knows how many weeks has been trying to find. And lo and behold, to the absolute surprise of nobody, it was Riddle. (laughs) And of course, why wouldn't it be Riddle? Um So it looks like Riddle is going to be with MSK for the foreseeable future. So Riddle will be playing some double duty here with Raw and with NXT. Uh, I personally love that. I'm glad that he's going to be on television more because right now Riddle is one of the hottest things on TV. There's no denying it. So having him on now two shows I think is great. After that, we had some women's tag team action. Uh, With Toxic Attraction taking on uh, two of the newer members of the NXT women's roster. Unfortunately, I did not grab their names in time, but it doesn't really matter because Toxic Attraction obviously gets the victory. Mandy Rose then grabs the mic, talks a little trash about the War Games opponents, and this causes an injured Cora Jade to come out to the ring and says that. She's ready. She could. She could fight Mandy. She wants to be the next women's champion. Obviously, it's looking like a three-on-one is coming about to happen. Both, um, all three members of Toxic Attraction in the ring, pretty much antagonizing. Color J to have her come in, obviously with one good arm. Probably not the best decision. However, she does get some backup as Raquel Gonzalez runs down to the ring with a steel chair, chasing toxic Attraction away. So we then get more vignettes of uh, Tiffany Stratton. Uh, we have another match set up for next week as Tony D'Angelo looks to be taking on Andre Chase. That should be a lot of fun. We then had a very good main event match. It was leader of Lugada, the Fantasma, es- uh, Santos Escobar, taking on Zion Quinn. And noticeably, during this match, the rest of the male members of Legato stood on Santos' side, but Alejo Lopez uh, stood on Zion Quinn's side. I thought that was rather odd. Uh, Fantastic match between these two. Then at the very end, um, Quinn gets... I believe that there was a top rope suplex or something to the effect, um, and Zion gets rolled over to this end uh, to the side of the ring, and while his hand is out, Electro Lopez puts on a you know a brass knuckles, and I'm just like, oh, oh, okay, wait a minute, what's going on here? But before he's able to do anything. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is jumping up on, on the ramp uh, and up on the uh, the apron, telling the ref that, hey, he's going to brass knucks. And the ref notices as well. Zion takes him off, throws him at Joaquin, and then knocks him off the corner. Santos then takes advantage and gets the victory. Now, after this, Santos was a little confused about what was going on with this whole brass knuckles thing. And Electra just kind of looks at him and goes, what it's fine. I was, I knew what we were doing. So one of two things could be happening here. Either she did this on purpose to help Santos win, or she was secretly trying to help Zion Quinn because of how she feels about him. It's interesting. It's, it's a, it's a fun storyline. I kind of actually like to see where this goes. So I'm sure we'll find out within the next couple of weeks. Then our final segment of the evening, we learned about Johnny Gargano's future, or at least that was the plan. So Johnny comes out fans are going they're going nuts they hear rebel heart again and everything's great they're telling johnny please don't leave and johnny wrestling chants they even chanted baby wrestling for johnny johnny and candace's son that will be arriving in february and then what i expected to happen outside of a well i'm gonna stay or whatever johnny gargano gets attacked by Grayson Waller, hits him with a chair, beats him up for a while, and then power bombs him through the commentary table. Massive heat for this man. Massive heat. Crowd is just like, they're rabid, booing and everything else, and it's a great moment for Grayson. The only problem, and then again, this might be this might be an age thing for me, but Grayson Waller is another one, like Von Wagner. I don't get it. He's not clicking yet, and it's it's upsetting because this this should have been, if anything, this should have been that moment going, "All right, I get you now," but it wasn't for me. This this seemed like a miss. Uh, I know earlier in the night uh, he had he was trying to pick up this this girl outside of uh, outside of NXT, and she was like, "No, I'm already you know going to be." I'm already seeing somebody tonight, and who does it end up being? But L.A. Knight. (laughs) So he said, all right, fine, we'll talk about getting views, and then he goes and attacks Gargano. Now, again, this kind of raises that question, what's going to happen now with Gargano? Is this the I'm leaving, so I'm going to go out on my back moment, or is this the beginning of a possible feud between the two? That's the thing. We don't know. <laughs> so if we don't hear from Johnny in the next few weeks, same thing with Candace, because I'm assuming that she's going to be disappearing from television for a while. Um, I don't know about her contract status or what's going on with that. Um, but this could, lead to, this could lead to a lot of things. Johnny can randomly show up in places. He can... Decide to resign and then just absolutely destroy Grayson Waller. Or this could be the way for Grayson Waller to continue to try to grow as a heel. Because obviously you take out the heart and soul of NXT. Black and gold or not. Crowds are going to remember this. And they're going to hate him for it. And that's great for him. I'm still waiting for that moment where it clicks for me and be like all right, I get you down. So we'll see what happens. But like I said, it was a good show, some questionable moments, but a lot of uncertainty now, um, especially with Kyle O'Reilly and with Johnny Gargano. It's, it's kind of surreal because you have those two leaving this month. You also have Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens contract coming up within the next month or two as well. so, honestly wwe could be losing four of their best talent uh, arguably their best talent that they have two from nxt and two from the main roster these are some heavy hitters and if they're going to be walking out the door then that better tell WWE to step up their game but that's just my opinion who knows what will happen if they'll be washed away like that group that they mentioned also earlier in this evening by Carmelo Hayes talking about Roddy Strong because, of course, Carmelo and Trick Williams have a nice little confrontation with Diamond Mind outside about who is truly the A champion. So it looks like after Braun is done with Roddy, Roddy might have himself some issues with Carmelo Hayes. And maybe, and I hate to say this, but we might be having a unification Just an opinion. Don't know if it's true. But we might have ourselves a unification match here between the Cruiserweight title and the North American Championship. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But like I said, guys, that's the show for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. It has been a very interesting three days of wrestling. And obviously tomorrow with AEW and then... Friday with SmackDown. Look forward to doing the SmackDown study again for for Saturday. And then we look forward to the week after. Winter is coming. Could be some more debuts. Could be, who knows? It's the last time that came around, we got Sting. So that's some big news. But that's next week. Look forward to doing everything for smackdown study on saturday and then sam and i will be back for our monday drop of the next episode of above the ring but for those of you who don't already please follow us on twitter at above the ring you can follow us on facebook on instagram and on youtube as well as above above the ring you can find myself pretty much everywhere as Scotty j stream and you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there if we're not on one that you listen to let us know we'll add ourselves to it though you can do all your one stop shopping for your podcast needs and add a little bedlam to your day from above the ring guys once again thank you so much for listening most importantly though please do not forget to ship it and join the bedlam have a good night